0: This is Valley Edition, I'm Kathleen Schock. In a surprise move this week, the Newsom administration lifted COVID-19 shelter-in-place orders, even as our death toll continues to rise at an alarming rate. Here to explain why the change, and to tell us about the efforts to vaccinate farm workers, is FM89's Carrie Klein with our weekly COVID-19 update. Welcome back, Carrie.
1: Hello, thanks, Kathleen.
0: So first, let's begin with a look across the valley.
1: Right. Well, uh, this week I have a mix of grim milestones as well as some cautious optimism. So, you know, as you mentioned, the shelter in place order has been lifted here and in Southern California. Uh, You know, that's because the case rates and positivity rates are finally trending in the right direction for the first time in months. That being said, we've still got around 2,000 people testing positive for the virus every single day in the Valley. You know, so in Kern County now, you know, bringing that all together, one in 10 people have had the virus there. In Kings County, it's one in eight. Um, And so many people are still dying of this virus. You know, there are between 200 and 300 deaths that are being reported every week. That is 10 times higher than what we were seeing during the lull just before Thanksgiving. On the other hand, however, I mean, some of the pressure is easing off of hospitals. You know, ICUs still have a lot of COVID patients in them, but more generally, we're on the third week of a downward trend in terms of the number of COVID patients in general medical hospital beds. And so that's good news for everyone. And then, you know, vaccine programs, they continue to chug along here in the Valley, but with stops and starts as county health departments grapple with, you know, much smaller and slower supplies than expected.
0: As you said, some of these trends are going in the right direction, some are not. So why did Governor Newsom lift those shelter-in-place orders now?
1: Well, that decision, um, he says, was based on projections of future ICU levels. So the idea is that based on current trends, you know, ICUs in our region will be back up to that 15% more threshold, you know, 15% or more available beds, uh, you know, around four weeks down the road. And so now we're back to the system that we were in before those orders, you know, this so-called blueprint for a safer economy with color-coded guides for business and school reopenings. Almost every county in the state is in purple, uh, the, the most restrictive tier, but Mariposa is in red, one of the few counties doing better than the rest. And, you know, in a call earlier this week, it's, it's kind of interesting that Fresno County health officials said they didn't expect this change so soon. And so based on that and news reports from around the state, it really seems like Newsom isn't always consulting local leaders before making decisions like this.
0: Wow. So, in most of the Valley, the COVID-19 vaccine is mostly being reserved for healthcare workers and people over 75, or in some counties, 65. But in Fresno County this week, farm workers began receiving the vaccines. How significant is that? It's
1: certainly a local milestone. I mean, Fresno is the first county in the valley to vaccinate farm workers. Um, It's among the first in the state. And county supervisors here have been talking about prioritizing this community for a long time. Um, And now they seem to be making good on that promise, at least with some small steps.
0: And why is this community being prioritized so quickly?
1: Well, as we've learned throughout this pandemic, it's the folks on the front lines, you know, going to work in person every day who are, you know, being the most exposed to this virus. Statewide, food and ag workers are included in the same tier as educators and emergency services workers. Um, Farm workers here are also overwhelmingly Latino, and Latinos and people of color are contracting the virus and developing severe symptoms at a higher rate than whites. There's also a new study uh, recently out of UC San Francisco that shows shows California's food and ag workers have suffered the highest mortality rates of any occupation during the pandemic.
0: So how is Fresno County getting the vaccines to these workers?
1: Well, so for now, they're, they're setting up a, a mobile vaccination clinic and sending it out to individual businesses. So there were two events this week um, that have now administered around 100 vaccines total, and that's out of 3,000 that the county has set aside for farm workers. Our colleague, Mati Bolaños, was out covering the first event this week at a Mendota cantaloupe producer known as Papa's Family Farms. She spoke with Malesio Medina, who fixes tractors for the company. He mentions a man named George. That's George Pappas, who owns the business. I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity, man. It's a great opportunity that George is doing this for us. I mean, the people that didn't want it, I mean, I don't know what to tell them, but I mean, it's a great opportunity. It's, it's, I mean, there's people out there that were that fighting for it. They want it. And I'm just I'm just grateful that I got a chance to, to take it. Another worker told Madi that his coworkers are wary of side effects of the vaccine, but he knows of workers elsewhere who still need to wait weeks for it, so he jumped at the opportunity. You know, as a system of providing vaccines, the United Farm Workers Union says that even on this small scale, the county is pretty much hitting the mark. Spokesperson Lady Rangel says mobile clinics are essential because so many farm workers lack transportation or have other issues that keep them from other vaccination sites. What we saw in Fresno, the mobile clinics, with the vaccines coming to farm workers and meeting them where they are at, that's exactly what's needed. And we need more of those efforts replicated across the entire United States.
0: That is a remarkably ringing endorsement from a union that doesn't always see eye to eye with government agencies.
1: Yeah, I mean, it certainly sounds like it, but that's not to say that this program is perfect. I mean, for one thing, this is rolling out very slowly. I mean, the original plan was to administer 3,000 vaccines by the end of January. Now they're saying it'll take a few weeks. And even then, those will only be first doses. And there are really likely far more than 3,000 farm workers in Fresno County alone. You know, and Fresno County has said this mobile is just one of many models they're trying out with the farmworker community. Um, you know, another is to offer vaccines through rural clinics, you know, places that are likely to serve people on Medi-Cal or without insurance. And um, you know, the UFW's Ron Hill warns that model is just a lot less likely to work. If we're talking about farmworkers who live in rural areas, it might take them 30 minutes just to get to the nearest vaccination location. If they make an appointment with the public health sites, what that means, what that translates to is they're going to have to lose a whole day of work just to get the vaccine.
0: As you said earlier, this first phase of the program includes 3000 vaccines being administered over the next few weeks. Why not more and why not faster?
1: Well, you know, like I said earlier, there's a supply problem, which is plaguing most counties. Uh, It's also keeping Fresno's biggest clinic at the fairgrounds closed to new appointments for the second week running now. Beyond that, though, the county is saying they're still figuring out the best way to run these farmworker clinics. Here's Joe Prado. He's the community health division manager with Fresno County. As we continue to work towards uh, the planning and really solidify these, we're just learning a lot. Even the, the one we did in Mendota yesterday, just learning about the registration how to communicate the health education piece. And as we work throughout all of our food and ag partners as part of this initiative, we'll be able to tell the story to the other um, food and ag business partners on what the do's and don'ts are of like hosting your own clinic on the job and what that actually looked like. And they can hear the stories from their partners.
0: Well, Carrie, as always, thank you so much for this reporting.
1: You're welcome.